0: We come to communion oftentimes, and we speak of remembering, remembering what Christ has done for us, his life, his death, his resurrection, his intercession for us in the heavenly sanctuary. And it's good for us to remember these things. But there's also the appeal within this service for us to remember how we are to live in response to what God has done for us and not only to remember but to make a recommitment to how we will live in response to his wonderful gift of salvation in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 if you want to turn there we read from this every communion service, I read a couple verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I read, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I read, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And we hear those, those words and and, and, and we think of the context of the upper room and that moment in the upper room in which Jesus is, is, is illustrating uh, how we are to serve one another, how we are to love one another, how we are to care for one another. But when Paul was sharing these words in the book of Corinthians, when he was sharing them to the, the core in this church, he was talking with a group of people who were struggling. Who are having some difficulties and challenges in the verses that just precede uh, those verses that I read in First Corinthians chapter eleven, verses seventeen through twenty-two? We see that Paul is dealing with the people who are coming to the table of the Lord with a selfish attitude, in a selfish spirit. And he reminds them of, of, of the supper and the purpose of the supper, that it's to be done in remembrance. But, but in so doing this and reminding them of what they are to remember, he, he is reminding them that they are also to remember that they are to come humbly, recognizing their need of a Savior. They're to come in a spirit of service to one another. He even says in verse 26, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. He says the way in which they are doing this is is setting an example of who Christ is and what he has done. Verse 27, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of profaning the body and the blood of the Lord. Now, some may read that verse and say, oh, well, well, then we have to be perfect before we come to the table, but that's not what this is actually saying. In verse 28, then then, then Paul says, let a person examine himself then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. In other words, what, what Paul is saying is he doesn't want us to pro- approach the table without examination. Now for some of you in this room, this might be the first time that you've ever been to a communion service, but for the vast majority of us, we have been to many communion services. In fact, some of us have been to so many communion services we can't even count. In fact, some of us have been to so many communion services that we could go through this whole thing with our eyes closed and our hearts closed and never even think a thought as to what we're doing. It's rote, it's familiar. But Paul is calling these people that in their remembrance as they eat the bread and as they drink the juice, that they will not come in an unworthy manner. Not meaning that they have to be perfect. Not meaning that they, that they, that they are fully clean of everything. But, but that they are a people that are examining themselves and recognizing their need of Jesus. It is in this that then we feel, we just see, we recognize, only as we examine ourselves, we recognize the need to recommit. The communion service and the New Year's turn of events, I guess we would say, the New Year's traditions that we have within this country, and I'm sure others as well, they lend themselves to be connected. Because at New Year's, what we often do is we examine what's happened over the past year. Right, we do this. My friend Rich wrote on Facebook about how he had completed his Bible reading for the year and he was appreciative for the challenge to to complete the Bible reading for the year and he was looking forward to to next year's challenge. And by the way, if you get our weekly update, you see that we already gave you the next several days and the Bible reading for that. We're doing a totally different one this year, so we hope you'll participate in that. Well, another one of our friends, Rich and mine's mutual friends, Rich Reinhardt and mine's mutual friends, wrote, I was also appreciative for the challenge, but I only made it to week 34, and 2017 seems like a good year to recommit and finish the last 18 weeks. Amen? Again, she's coming to the end of her year, and she's saying, I didn't quite complete it, I think it's a good time to to recommit to this and to finish this off, to do this once again. We do this in our New Year's resolutions, whether it be with our devotional time, but for many of us, it's with our health. I look back over the past year, you know, I haven't eaten the way I should. I haven't exercised the way I should. I should recommit to living a life, a healthy life. You know, I haven't spent as much time with my kids or with my wife as I should. I'm going to recommit, or to my husband as I should. I'm going to recommit to spending more time with my family. This season is a season of recommitment. For some of you, it may be new commitments. For most of us, it's recommitments. How many of you have made similar resolutions multiple years? Just go ahead and raise your hands. Many of us have done similar resolutions time and time and time again. It's a recommitment. Well, this year also serves this moment, and communion service serves as not just an opportunity to remember what Christ has done for us, but an opportunity for us to remember what we should be and what we should do in light of what Christ has done for us, and it is an opportunity for us to recommit once again to him And his mission in this world. Now maybe for some of you, you had to recommit when you woke up this morning. And then in the rush of getting ready for church, some things went a little south with you and the family. And so now it's a time to recommit again. Maybe some of you, just in the last few minutes, were thinking, man, this service is going a long time And now you're feeling bad about those guilt, those negative thoughts. (laughs) Just as we recommit year and year again to eat healthier, to exercise more, spend more time with the family, we serve a gracious God who allows multiple recommitments. And now seems like a good time for us as a body to recommit to our relationship with Jesus Christ. This service, Serves in that manner. Paul was speaking to a group of people that were coming to the table with a selfish heart. And he asked them to remember. To remember who they represented and what it was about. And he asked them to recommit. In verse 33, so then my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. In other words, come with selflessness. Recommit to being who God called you to be. As we participate in the foot washing, and as we partake of the emblems of the bread and the juice, I pray that we won't just remember as we've done so many times before, but in our remembering it will lead us to recommit once again our lives to Jesus Christ. That we will recommit to living 2017 completely devoted to Jesus, and to making him better known and better loved. Let us pray. Jesus, I thank you so much for this service. You understood that we as humans sometimes need tangible things, physical illustrations to remind us of our deep need for you and the way in which you desire for us to live. Lord, as we now part to serve one another and then as we come back together to break the bread with one another. I pray, Jesus, that we will remember, and our remembrance will lead us to remember what you have called us to be, who you have called us to be. And may we recommit our lives and our hearts and our actions to you once again. In your name we pray, amen.